We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? I'm looking at Chucky and you two are kind of on the side and it's very off-putting. Yeah. Ben likes to move his hands around in different different positions. So when our 11-year-old son comes in, <laughs> he can be like, wait, he, his hands weren't like that before. You mean the doll's hands or Ben's hands? The doll's like, hands. He likes to move his own yeah. hands. <laughs> you never know what he's going to be doing with his hands. Yeah. I like having him there. He's a protector. We got Chucky here. We got a miniature Annabelle over there. We got Predator. What I like is that if anyone was to break into your house, they'd immediately want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so today, in absence of Eamon, who is still in comedy prison, um, I am joined by Big Ben and Nancy from the Extreme Horror Replay podcast. Thank you for agreeing to guest host with me today, guys. Absolutely. You know it's a good time. You know. It's a good sign. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I said, haven't heard from Eamon. He might be dead. But today we're going to be discussing uh, The Loved Ones from 2009, which is a horror movie that I've wanted to talk about for some time. And because Eamon's not with us, we can. Because uh, so. he's a chicken. He's a chicken. Hopefully he's not a chicken in prison. That sounds bad. If you're a chicken in prison, is that a bad thing? Oh, yeah. He'd be a prison bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a big guy, but I think he's fluffy, so... <laughs> <laughs> like a bear yes mm. isn't that a term too definitely yeah. is uh but yeah. i'm pretty sure he's going to write in soon so so yeah we're going to be talking about the movie which will be fun first of all do have a little bit of correspondence if you don't mind me sharing so last week we discussed the film malignant we weren't overly impressed um but we we did come up with some ideas for a sequel and we've had a letter well i'll read it to you okay hey toilet show James Wan here, director of contemporary horror classics such as Saw, Insidious, The Conjuring, and of course, the best of the bunch, Malignant. Mm. Even though you weren't very kind about my awesome film, I was impressed by your pitches for sequels. Great idea to bring Emily's abusive husband, Derek, back from the dead as a vessel for the parasitic twin Gabriel. In an early draft of the movie, Derek wasn't just an abusive husband, he was also a poet. And I'd like to explore that more in part two. I'm also very keen to see Emily master her powers, which include backwards parkour, telekinesis, knife twirling, and let's throw in skateboarding for the sequel. That'll look cool. <laughs> As you know, I threw all my eggs into the major twist basket in the first movie when I completely derailed the film with an abrupt switch from horror to action. Well, I think we should do that again because everybody loved it. And this time I want to switch from horror to romantic comedy. I don't think that's been done before, so it must be a good idea. No one will be expecting Emily to reignite her relationship with her horribly abusive husband, particularly when he's sharing a body with her insane brother. Yep, they won't see that one coming. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll be very sweet when we add romantic music and make it colorful. I'll blast out a first draft over the weekend, and I think we can get it in cinemas by Christmas. I'll be in touch soon. J1. Wow. So do you get a part of that then, do you think? Well, I mean, 
Big Ben. This has happened a few times. Tom Cruise stole one of our ideas. Ron Howard has been milking our content for years now. And now it's James Wan. So I've just come to accept that no one repays us in any way. But <laughs> whatever, you know. All right. It's nice to see your concepts on the big screen. You haven't seen Malignant, but how do you feel about the other the other ones? Nancy really likes The Conjuring. Yeah. I like it. I'm not keen on the ghost movies. You have Annabelle. Got one. What are you on about? Are okay. you a poser? You just got it just because? Because. <laughs> I like that that makes him a poser because he's got an Annabelle doll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So speaking of Annabelle, we did a Would You Rather. Nancy gave me a Would You Rather a couple weeks ago, and it was Would You Rather Spend the Night or have a sleepover with Annabelle or with Chucky. And as in they're like real, with their real powers. Yes, as yeah. they're, they're real. Both of them possessed. Oh, that's... Who did you choose? We both chose Chucky. Nancy thought she could appeal to his sensibilities <laughs> and try and play with his mind and get him to accept her as his own. Mm. I just thought Chucky would be fun to hang out with because he's, you know... He's a smart ass and he's pretty funny. Yeah. My logic was that I could, you could do a back and forth with Chucky and Annabelle just sits there. Annabelle just sits there. So just like destroying your mind with ghosts. I guess it yeah. depends on if you want to have fun or if you want to sleep, you could sort of bat Chucky away. He's a bit more, f you're able to manipulate him a bit more physically. Whereas Annabelle, I mean, maybe if there were certain things you didn't do, like don't touch her or don't read from the book. Like, if you didn't, then maybe you'd be okay. Yeah. But maybe you're just compelled to. I don't know. Like, if you've got, <laughs> like, a, an ancient book that's got, like, a human skin cover. Yeah, exactly. What about, okay, Chucky, Annabelle, or Barbie? Like, if she was real <laughs> and would talk to you. Like, oh, you look so amazing right now. Like, that kind of thing. Because <laughs> that would drive you that insane. That would be really scary because Barbie's small. Yeah. She could like get into the deep recesses of any number. <laughs> hey, I'm Barbie. I like exploring. <laughs> Excellent. Now, before we move on to the movie, though, we do have some toilet news. Yes. This is from the Daily Mirror, which is a uh, British newspaper. Bit of a rag. Um, it's like Daily Mail. It's not quite as bad as the Daily Mail, I wouldn't say, or the Sun, but it's it's not far off. <laughs> So the news story is, Taylor Swift fan leaves people baffled over unusual concert outfit to avoid toilet breaks. Taylor Swift fans are posting videos about wearing adult diapers during concerts to ensure they don't miss any songs and avoid any accidents. And then on the story, there is actually a TikTok video of a couple of young women who are putting on their diapers before the show. Um... First reactions to that to that news story. I'm saying based on what people are paying for her tickets, upwards of like a thousand, two thousand dollars. Yeah. I oh mean, man, can you imagine everybody would start wearing depends? It's the whole crowd. Because Taylor Swift did it. Yeah. That would be <laughs> like the bad. new things. Teens are like doing it so they don't have to go to the bathroom it's, at school yeah, or something like that. I can imagine yeah. it. You know, people might they go out drinking all night. And they didn't have to go to the toilet bathroom toilet once because they just had their nappy on. <laughs> and then where do you take it off? Do you leave the concert or do you just take it off before you leave? No, you take it off and then you swing it around and then throw it into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> she is performing for about three and a half hours. That's a long concert. 
So it's a very long concert. Maybe they should include a diaper as part of the ticket. Possibly. But... That would be that would be such a good gimmick. Yeah. They'd come out with Taylor Swift brand diapers. Shake it off, and you then... could say on it. <laughs> you know, the band Coldplay have flashing wristbands and the whole crowd has a different color and it's very beautiful so maybe they could get the diapers to flash <laughs> different colors there's got to be a certain song though where everybody removes their pants so all the diapers are visible that would be beautiful in the, in the- <laughs> exactly or like you know back in the day people might have set them on fire <laughs> you know like you raise a lighter set your nappy on fire and throw it into the sky that would be more like if you were at a metallica or a slipknot concert or something you could throw your flaming like, nappy can you imagine being the custodian at that venue <laughs> when the concert is over oh my gosh so on to the movie shall we <laughs> Yeah. Beloved ones. How did you watch this movie? Yeah, we saw it in our movie room cave. We did watch it in the movie room. I know that flies in the face of your show. Any bathroom breaks in between? Because, you know, let's stay on brand. We did have some bathroom breaks. All right, yes. good. I watched it on the toilet. Uh, I have seen it before, so it was more of like a, a refresh, yeah. shall we say. Did you Had you seen the film before? We have, but it's been quite a long time. We'll get into that more in a moment. But first of all, I need to do a summary yes. of the film, uh, which is a summary in the time it takes either one of you to have done a very long wee <laughs> after drinking a drink of your choice. Uh, so what was the drink this week? Much like in the movie. A the- couple of ales. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of ales. <laughs> when I'd finished my chimney sweeping, I went at a couple of ales. <laughs> At the pub. <laughs> you want me to just leave you two alone? <laughs> the pub. <laughs> I felt like you were going to suggest another drink, Big Ben. But... I was going to say, much like in the movie, they drank milk. Yes. And so I had a gallon. Oh, that milk mustache was on her face for way too long. Can you imagine the yeah. smell? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Is one gallon the equivalent of, what, 3.8 liters to you? That's so much milk. And unfortunately, when you have that much milk, you do throw it all back up. So oh. my summary only lasted for 15 seconds. 50? How am I going to do this in 15 seconds? That's impossible. You better bring it. Oh, my God. What I think that is. <laughs> but Nancy, how long did you go to the toilet for after the pints of ale? Maybe that'll be well, more appropriate. I think I'm a little bit more generous because be I probably drink maybe four or five before I have to, to go wee. So... <laughs> it would be like probably a whole minute. A minute. Right. I'm taking the minute, Big Ben. All right. I'm taking the minute. I can't do this in 15 seconds. Yeah. You're insane. And you threw it up. You didn't even go. What was my con- my my conversion was correct, though? Is it 3.8 liters to a gallon? I mean, that's very specific. Let's look it up. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, he's been doing some math on the side here. Yeah. Uh, if you round it up, 3.78, that's 3.8. Uh, well done. Yeah. Okay. Do you want a prize or something? Or No. No. Nope. Okay. All right. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Three, two, one. So, it's prom night in a small Australian town and high schooler Brent turns down an invitation from fellow student Lola because he's going to the dance with his girlfriend Holly. Seems fair? 
Well, not to Lola, who spends her time abducting attractive young men with her dad, then destroying their vocal cords with bleach and carving hearts into their chests before their brains are boiled and they're thrown into a cellar with her other victims, who are forced to eat roadkill and watch Thor Love and Thunder on repeat, probably. Which is exactly what Lola does to Brent, almost. Thankfully, the sheriff, whose son managed to escape from Lola's basement before curling up and dying in the outback, turns up, only to be murdered and tossed into the cellar. Lola heads off to murder Brent's girlfriend and he manages to escape from the cellar by piling up a load of dead bodies. Like Lego, but dead. Then he steals a car and runs Lola over twice. The end. Wow. Not bad. I am impressed. How'd I do? 53.71. You had despair. How much Australian horror have you guys experienced and what's your take on it? Obviously, there are many different types of Australian horror movies, but there's generally a kind of acknowledged tone. Well, obviously, Wolf Creek. Mm. Feel When you say Australian horror from what I've seen, it's just a little bit extra. Yeah. They would they do what they would do in the United States, but maybe just a little bit more pushing the envelope there. Yeah. There is a certain bleakness and pessimism to the Australian horror movies that I've seen. Yeah. They all kind of feel like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. So you've got this vast, barren outback landscape where everything seems to be in the middle of nowhere so yeah. Yeah. it can all get very texas chainsaw massacre very easily it's just like a really bad day <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was a bit more optimistic i suppose and did have a bit of a tongue in its cheek particularly lola's performance which was brilliant but you know she was kind of fun she plays psycho really well she did didn't she and she <laughs> caught me off guard because I told Ben, I was like, why does she think she has to like hornswaggle these guys? Oh, oh sorry. What was that? Hornswaggle. <laughs> hornswaggle these guys. <laughs> well, you said she was prettier than his actual yeah. girlfriend. I mean, she's pretty enough. She would. She doesn't have to do this shit. Well, she doesn't have to, does she? But she's, she's clearly a little bit broken. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Elephant in the room. The guy playing the kid who's only supposed to be like 16 was like in his mid-30s you could tell he had stubble <laughs> i think lola was 28 the actress when they really made it. are you serious yeah oh, wow. she's 28 she she has like a child looking like face but yeah he wasn't kidding anybody he looked like he had like two toddlers in preschool <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not just talking Maybe about that's... that because we're from the rural area of michigan of the united states <laughs> see he only had 10 seconds to pee so mm. there's no reason you couldn't have finished your summer wee in 15 seconds yeah but you weren't going to nail it to a chair uh if i didn't i didn't remember watching it this time if he actually got it tacked to the chair and i'm thankful i'm thankful he didn't yeah but you know he, the others might have that's true yes i felt that the torture methods were quite inventive you had the bleach to the vo to the voice box, which was pretty horrific. What was the most unsettling torture method that they used? They drilling into his head to give him a lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty nasty. Yeah, you see the little wisps of smoke yeah, with the coming smoke. up off the. Yeah. Mm. At, at that point, you're kind of like he's not coming back from this. <laughs> yeah, he gets messed up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that does some permanent damage, especially if you're like in the. Frontal lobe Frontal area. cortex. <laughs> and they were going to pour boiling water in the hole oh to boil his brain. Like the first thing they did to him was inject bleach in his 
in his voice box. And from that point on, it's like all bets are off. You you don't know if this guy's going to survive or not. Well, because he can't scream for help. So yeah, that's the major part of it, I think. Do you wonder this? And I wondered this, and I'm, I told Ben when we were watching it, what is the purpose of making him deep and disturbed and with the cutting? And what purpose did that serve to the movie plot? Because I'm, I'm trying to think of what that could have meant. Maybe he had a higher tolerance for pain than anyone else would have done. Maybe, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Plus, with the razor blade, yes. he had it mm-hmm. so he could use it later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're responsible for the death of his father as well, aren't they? Because of the escaped lad at the beginning. Because, yeah, he drove off the road to avoid the last guy mm. that got caught. They really mess up his life. As you said, Nancy, it was a really bad day. Yes. <laughs> what do you feel like you would have done in this situation? There was a couple of times when we were like, why doesn't he just... Oh, it was when he escaped the first time. He The, the father had the hammer. He cuts through the ropes and he stands up. And instead of cutting the ropes off of his feet, yeah. he hops out of the room. Yeah. And then he's running away. Somehow he gets the rope off his feet while he's hiding under the dad's car. And then he climbs a tree rather than jumping the fence. The tree scene was like... He does climb a tree. Yeah, if he'd just maybe gone a little bit further and jumped over the fence. Yeah, he could have made his escape. Mm. Or he could have just hid behind the tree. I mean, he could have easily outrun both of them because at this point his feet had not had the steak knives driven into them. You know what it reminded me of? Have you ever seen like the spoof of Scream scary movie? Yes. And she had the choice of like the dagger or whatever. <laughs> and then the banana and she chooses that. And then she runs up the stairs instead of that's what it made me feel like. Like what idiot is going to say, I'm going to climb a tree to save myself. Yeah. And then they throw rocks at him yeah. until he falls out. Yeah. <laughs> How big were those rocks? They're very big. They were, hurling. they were big old rocks. They looked like coconuts. Oh, they wouldn't be able to get like five feet. You couldn't in skim them, could <laughs> you? They were chunky. Yeah. But I feel like I'm, I think I'm more willing to accept stuff like that in such a horrific, mad situation. Everything's just crazy, isn't it? Right. So you can't really say, Fair point. oh, he, he would yeah, have done that because God knows how you'd react. Yeah. The other thing we talked about, Lola's dad was on the floor helping her and he dropped the hammer. Why didn't he bounce over or hop over to the hammer, grab the hammer and hit the father in the back of the head? This is what we do, little Ben. Yeah. We watch these movies <laughs> and then just like we're watching, rewatching Dexter for like the 30th time. Yeah. Every time we watch it over and over and over again, we scream at the TV saying, do this, do this, yeah. or don't yeah, do yeah. that, don't do that. Yeah. But that's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Like, don't do that. But as I said, you just don't know. Yeah. You don't know how you'd react. Unless you're in that situation. You probably which... wouldn't climb a tree, to be fair. I wouldn't, couldn't. <laughs> Climbing trees is fun, though. <laughs> Do you climb trees? Yeah, I like to climb trees. I, w- I wouldn't climb a tree <laughs> if someone had stopped me from speaking and, you know, <laughs> put knives through my feet. But yeah. while all this is going on, there's an actual, the, the real prom is happening. Now, proms are not yep. so much a thing over in the UK. Uh, we don't really have them. They're huge here. I'd like to know about your prom experiences and if they were in any way similar <laughs> to the one in the movie. Uh, we had a really horrible prom because I was sick. Oh, yeah. I was like really, really sick, like out of it sick. Oh, and I don't even remember like 80% of it, but he had fun. <laughs> 
Did you? <laughs> we were still glad we went. You get real dressed up. You go to a really fancy restaurant. Yeah. You go to the prom. You leave early, and then you do what you're gonna do, and <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Some people actually get the like the limos. Yeah, yeah. You know, we left up. early. Lime trees, yeah, yeah. actually. Now that would have been fun. <laughs> Our son just had his prom, and it was. Yeah. He, he said nothing about it, which kind of probably went pretty well. Then he, he said he had uh, fun. Well... <laughs> I'm not gonna press the issue here. <laughs> yeah, fun. That's all we need to know. Did you yeah. meet in high school? Is that when the prom is? We met in high school. Yeah, yeah oh, our sweet. senior year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, prom night. What? <laughs> I completely forgot. Our friends, my girlfriend and Ben's friend, were dating at the same time we were. And obviously, after prom, we took my room. And my mom and dad went to Windsor, Canada, for the night. So nobody was in the house except for us. So we let our friends have my sister's room and then my sister found pieces of the corsage <laughs> in the bed <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i remember that now yeah did either of you turn anyone down were there other invitations to the prom or were you two everyone knew that you guys were together no because we were exclusive at the time so yeah we didn't there was no we question. were exclusive from the first time we started dating it was kind of like, you're not going to see anybody else, and I'm not going to see anybody else. So. Well, that's good. But no chance of being abducted. And She's the Lola. Well, this is what I'm trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A yeah, little Big bit. Ben, yeah. can you show me the scar of the, t of the heart on your chest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you actually, you've got a little hole right in the middle of your forehead there. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We don't talk about that hole. It's, it's, I see you always wear this hat that shades it. The yeah, hat covers it. it up. You speak well, though, so you didn't go as far as bleach, Nancy. That's kind of you. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, I use just regular drain cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> I feel from that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have... Didn't have a prom. But didn't really happen. you guys have like any kind of formal dances? Yeah, like cotillions? Stuff like no, there was... But I think nowadays there is a bit more of that. I think that's kind of come over, but not, it was, it wasn't like that then. So I yeah. missed out. But a prom here is like as big as a wedding. Oh yeah. yeah. They go all out. And you have to wear the flower on your arm or whatever. They have to get the girl a corsage and then he wears a boutonniere. Yeah. And he wears a tuxedo and. The big it, thing nowadays is the promposal. It, yeah. The promposal. Yeah. The prom, the promposal. That's. Basically. They make a big spectacle out of asking somebody to be their date at prom. Oh, do they film it and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. I would, I would highly suggest you go and look at the cringe on on YouTube or TikTok of the promposal. It's gone wrong. There was one I saw. A guy wrote, he had him and three of his buddies, and they rode up doing the Monty Python clapping the coconut like he was riding up on a horse. Oh, God. And then they, they announced, the one guy was the announcer or whatever. You know, do you so and so take so and so to go to prom with the blah 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 on the date of this that and the other? Yeah, and you know she says yes, and they said thank you, my fair lady, and then they they you know Monty Python right mm. out of there. Yeah, oh, it's God. horrible. It's interesting you should mention that whole you know the whole social media thing because this was made in two thousand nine, mm -hmm. which is over ten years ago, and I wondered how it might have been presented slightly differently if it was moved made now would lola have had some kind of social media presence for example i'm imagining she would she totally would have yeah and that is really scary 
this this is unknown territory for us. We didn't have to deal with that that mm. crap when we were yeah. going to prom. <laughs> Imagine all the things, all, all the dirt people would have had. <laughs> <laughs> We bring an escort these days. I came home after prom and somebody left their corsage flowers in my bed. Exactly. Yeah, they would have filmed it. Everyone would have filmed it. No one's safe. No one is safe. Oh, yeah. But, you know, what would Mia have... Oh, sorry, or Lola. How would she have presented it, I wonder? She probably would have live-streamed the the torture onto a... Yeah. And she would probably have, like, a big library of, like, torture. She could put, like, a 24-hour webcam in her cellar. Yeah. So you could watch with night vision. You could watch her, her lovely gentleman. That little <laughs> snot could not get away with anything with social media. Now she wouldn't be able to do what she did. No, she'd have to have some wild, like uh, you know, firewalls and VPNs and all sorts of yeah. stuff, just blocking all the dark web kind of stuff. Yeah, teens. Yeah. I don't know how how teens are in the UK, but teens in the United States are like completely controlled by the internet oh yeah absolutely every kind of correspondence is either going to be instagram tiktok yeah nobody goes on facebook anymore because apparently that's for old people. people right yeah but <laughs> there's an electronic paper trail for yeah. everything that you do and people are like getting in trouble for things that they did like five years ago because they have a record of it so Lola would have made like a boomerang video of her like drilling the hole and just coming back again. <laughs> that kind oh, of thing. yeah, she would. Yeah. I like that there's none of that in it, to be honest. It feels very kind of raw and. It feels more natural. It does. But, yeah. I mean, she managed to get away with a lot. Like, there were a lot of guys, but Australian outback, anything seems possible, doesn't it? What happens in the outback stays in the outback. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's so much space in between places that even if you were to escape, it would probably take you a day yeah. to run to. This is not the outback that Crocodile Dundee taught us about. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because of the movies and whatnot, if, if I were walking through the outback, I would totally expect to be like mutilated by either like a kangaroo punching me <laughs> by a shark <laughs> a crocodile eating me yeah a giant spider yeah exactly those huge like hand-sized spiders yeah because you get some beasts don't you like we're, we're we're levels here i'm level like zero you're level maybe four and australia is level 10 in terms of scary creatures that you shouldn't mess with yeah I mean, I guess it depends on we have, where you're at in the U.S. Yeah. We have coyotes. We have wolves. If if we have to, some people in the country have to watch their cats because a wolf will eat them. Sometimes an eagle will come down and grab a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I've never been taken by an eagle. I know that much. We have foxes. That's about as bad as it gets. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, foxes, I mean, they carry rabies, but... Yeah, they're... They just wee all yeah. over the place and it smells. I imagine it's a lot like a Taylor Swift concert smells now. <laughs> so, we need to decide what we're going to do with this film. Uh, would we flush it away like... Uh, like Lola flushed Brent's esophagus with bleach? Yes, I like that. Or would you fish it out kind of like Brent is fished out of the cellar? When he uh, climbs on all those bodies, fishes himself out, really, doesn't he? I suppose. Nancy, would you like to start? 
I would fish it out with a fish tank net because <laughs> it was something that I would definitely watch again, especially if, if and when my daughter goes off to prom. I'm going to make sure that she watches this movie. <laughs> Excellent. This is what you should do yeah. if they say no. <laughs> right. Yeah. She'd do it too. She's like, <laughs> she could be a Lola too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I could totally see that. I think I'm not sure if that's good. An independent woman, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I'm trying oh, to draw yeah. the positive oh, yeah. out of this in case yeah. she listens. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Positive, well, yeah. We'll, we'll say Just that. Just bear in mind what I said, daughter. Okay. <laughs> what about you big ben what would you do yeah i would definitely fish it out we'd seen it like it, it's been a long time i don't know it's one of those ones that you can revisit i think yeah i would watch it again yeah so we're fishing it out you're fishing it out well i i would also fish it out um i felt that i really enjoyed watching it again um i think the performances are very strong particularly lola she was terrifying um and this is a you know this was a debut feature uh by sean what's it i'm not sure how to say his name barn barn sean barn um (laughs) and i thought it was really really good confident first film it's horrible scary but also kind of amusing at times it is and that last shot the slow reversal of the car towards Lola's head, followed by a thunk, right. is very effective. <laughs> it, it's really good. Some yeah, great I editing there. It's something that could actually happen. Yeah. It's not so far-fetched that you'd never believe it. Right. It, it actually yeah. is There's because... no supernatural element to it. Exactly. So. No. The fact that it's set in the outback helps, I think. Right. Yeah. It, that feels like a place where anything like this could happen. Well, yeah, some like dumb Americans could think is this might be normal in Australia for all I know. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Well, that means that the loved ones is going into the tank of glory, which is very exciting. When Eamon comes back, he's not going to be pleased. Eamon's going to be furious. That means that something has to leave. So we have five films in the tank of glory, Top Gun Maverick, Infinity Pool, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Evil Dead Rise, and John Wick 4. Now, I have numbered them from 1 to 5, so I'd like you to choose a number, and that film will leave, and the loved ones will replace it. So what number would you like to pick? I will say 3. 3. So Top Gun Maverick is leaving the Tank of Glory. It's been in there for a while, um, and that means the loved ones is replacing it. Crikey. All right, let's welcome the loved ones in. So that was the loved ones, uh, which was great. And on to this episode's top five. Now with our guest hosts, Last time with Alex, I asked him some trivia questions. I'm going to do the same for you guys. You are going to get five horror trivia questions. If you get three or more right, you choose a forfeit for me to complete, probably a horrific one involving bleach. (laughs) And if you get less than three correct, I will choose a forfeit for you, which will definitely involve bleach. Um, (laughs) So are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Number one, how many times does Count Orlock 
blink through the entirety of his appearance in Nosferatu from 1922, I believe. You are both silent. Oh my gosh. I, I, know, I don't believe he blinks at all throughout the entire movie. Is this multiple choice? Do we get multiple choice? Okay, I'll give you four options. Not at all, once, three times, or 15 times. Okay, 15 just seems too... I would say three because you stressed the three times, almost like you subconsciously wanted us to choose that one. So... I'm going to say three. All right, three. Final answer? We'll go with three. Three. It is once. Uh Only once, (laughs) I'm afraid. (laughs) Very poor start. Uh, Number two. Which on-screen adaptation fell flat according to Stephen King? Oh, The Shining. Was The Shining, Big Ben. Well done. He hates that that movie. one correct. I can't see Stephen King and Stanley Kubrick collaborating on anything together. Well, and that mm-hmm. was the problem, is no. that Stanley Kubrick made The Shining completely different yeah, than the Yeah, he book. made it a, a Stanley Kubrick movie. and Yeah. She we, loves The Shining. I love it. He won't watch it. I love The Shining. I, I don't mind. It's not one of my favorites. He's not scared. He just doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch yeah. The Shining. He doesn't like the freaky twins. That's fair. They are absolutely terrifying. He is a freaky twin. I, I am a freaky twin, so... <laughs> Oh no! Come play with us, Big Ben, forever (laughs) and ever. Okay, next question, number three. So you've got one right so far. Yes. What was used for blood in the film Psycho? Chocolate syrup. It was chocolate syrup. Big Ben, you are on a roll. Nice. How would you know that? It was a black and white movie. Well, I know it was he black and white. But... Um, do you know what type of chocolate syrup? <laughs> well, there's only one if you're an American, and that's Hershey's. It was Hershey's chocolate syrup. That's right. Number four, and if you get this right, you've won. Right. Which horror film actress slept in bloody clothes for three days to nail the look of a gory scene? I bet it was Sissy Spacek and Carrie. You think so? Is that your final answer? I was going to go with, uh, what's the the girl, the gal from the new, or not the newest Evil Dead, but the 2013 Evil Dead. We'll go with Sissy Spacek and Carrie. You are correct. Oh! Well done. Nailed it. I'm really glad you accepted Nancy's answer there, Big Ben. Because that, I wouldn't want to cause that much conflict in a relationship no. on this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great job. So that's it. You got three out of five. So I am going to be punished. Would you like one more question just for lols? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. This would have been number five. How many films are there within the Conjuring universe? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So there's Conjuring one, two, three, and then there's like four Annabelle. So that's seven. There's one nun or two nuns. So that's nine. Um, Are we counting the ones where they jump the shirt? Like the every the every controversial just... movie. Yeah. Eight. It is eight. Is it? <laughs> it is actually eight. 
You're on fire. Well done. <laughs> You're welcome. I definitely deserve a forfeit for for what you've gone through there. So very good. Um, so what's my forfeit? What do I have to do? Hammer a nail into your foot. Uh, <laughs> I have to hammer a nail through my foot. Okay. A nail or steak knives? Let's say you get to choose whether it's a, a steak knife or a nail. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, thanks. <laughs> well, we don't want to be mean. So I have to hammer a nail or a steak knife through my own foot. Feet. Feet? Feet. Yeah, feet. And it's not like those really expensive Japanese steak knives either. Yeah. This is like one of those dull Outback Steakhouse steak knives that you, that you use. It's not, cro- well, it could be Crocodile Dundee's knife. That's not a steak knife. It's not a knife. That's a steak knife. knife. <laughs> this is a knife. Okay, so that's it. I'm going to hammer steak knives through my feet. Yes. Well, that is a particularly grisly forfeit, but I guess appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, last week, Alex told me, oh, I had to prepare a meal backwards. So this is what happened. <laughs> so Alex asked me to prepare a meal backwards, uh, like Gabriel from Malignant. I didn't want to do anything too complicated, so I've taken my trusty wok to a food market in Surrey where I'm going to prepare a simple but delicious (laughs) stir-fry. Okay, so my wok is behind me and I've started just warming it up. Um, Quite a crowd gathered around me. I'm just going to toss in the meat, uh, move that about a bit. It's very tricky with your back to the wok, but the crowd seems to like it. It's also very hot. Um, Now I'm going to throw in the vegetables, move them about a bit. Quite a few people around now. Just going to finish it all off with my sauce. They seem to really be enjoying it. I think I might do this more often. It's actually not as hard as I thought it would be. Okay, I'm going to do one big last toss for the crowd to finish it all off. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, I think I might have blown it. Time to go. So that's it. Thanks for hanging out, guys. It was really fun. It's always a blast. It's always a pleasure. It's nice chatting to you. I have to thank our Patreons, <laughs> which is really awkward now. Um, you don't but, need you know. to. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to. I do. But we can compare them to torture methods right. in this film. Mike Foster, who would be... Well, nothing too brutal. He has to drink the milk. Yeah, so Mike Foster would be drinking milk. Raph is definitely a hole to the head, <laughs> through the skull. Uh, my mum, I guess she's like carving a heart into your own chest, isn't she? And my dad, who is brain-boiled lobotomy. It's <laughs> nice. And Ben's off and on, so I can think thank him as well. Uh Ben, you are bleached to the vocal cords, definitely. <laughs> but that's nice. So, yeah, guys, why don't you plug your podcast before we go? We are Ben and Nancy from the Extreme Horror Replay podcast. Uh, we are a married couple that love to watch movies and discuss Are you about them? And bicker, yeah. bicker about them. XHR underscore podcast on Instagram. And we're available pretty much everywhere you can get your podcasts. Yeah. So... Find us there. Shout out to Detroit. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you for joining me. Um, Eamon, who knows? Hopefully he's alive. He might be in a cellar somewhere. Who knows? With a hole in the middle of his head. You don't know. I hope not. 
but he might be. <laughs> we'll find out soon. Um, so you, because I can't say it because it's Eamon's line, you need to sign us out. I will gladly. Thank you, Big Ben. Please. <laughs> I don't think Nancy knows the going out line, so keep flushing. <laughs> <laughs>